This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. is going on guys this is rob carbone coming at you with another episode of bd4 where there is no better way to get your yankees and knicks analysis guys what is going on it's been a couple days since the last episode since our last show um <clears throat> i mean I've, I've been good i hope you guys have been well you know staying positive through this whole thing uh it's been tough you know obviously some people are a lot of people are having a rough time dealing with this, and we just hope that we can get back to normal soon, and <clears throat> and everybody, you know, hopefully everybody can be okay in the end, and everybody stay healthy. Hope everybody's just doing what they're supposed to do and staying home, and hope everybody is. Yeah, shit, I'm ready to get back to normal, though, man. I I want sports back. I want the world back. I want my freedoms back. But, you know, I understand, um, I guess it's it's tough, but we have to just keep on keeping on for now. But yes, episode 109, guys, episode 109 of BD4, where there is no better way, I just said it, to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Um, first of all, thank you guys for stopping by. Again, I appreciate each and every one of you, all two of you, likely, who, who tune into the podcast, who watch or listen to the podcast here on BD4. Um, so thank you for stopping by. And if, you, if you're new, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to BD4 on all of our different platforms. So we are now on iTunes, on Google, on SoundCloud, Spotify. The video cast is on YouTube. We are on Anchor in many different platforms as well. Just go to my website if you want to find all those platforms. My website should be right in the description. Or if you're watching the video format of the podcast, the video cast, the website should be on the screen looking right at you. So that is nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com in case you need to know that. All right, and just go to my website, and it'll take you to everywhere you need to be at as soon as you go there and click on follow and subscribe. Guys, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Once again, this is Rob Carbone with episode 109 of BD4. So tonight, tonight, guys, <sighs> orange juice. Tonight, we are going to dive into 
some more Knicks NBA draft talk. Um, I know, I know it's, it's, I, I trust me. I want to dive into Yankee shit too. I am dying to talk Yankees. And if anybody has any kind of idea for me to talk about when it comes to the Yankees, please pitch that idea to me because I'm dying to talk about anything else about the Knicks right now. But unfortunately I'm in kind of a writer's block or a podcaster's block when it comes to the Yankees and with the season at a halt or not even beginning yet, I don't know what to talk about. I feel like we've covered all about the Yankees that we needed to for the time being. And as for the Knicks, we obviously have free agency. We have the off season and the draft coming up. So there's still a little bit to talk about here. <laughs> so yes, let's talk about the Knicks tonight. Um, I'm sorry to waste five minutes of your time with just bullshit rambling, but let's dive into it. We're going to talk about come, you know, some sleeper prospects in this upcoming draft or some first and second round, you know, options like late first round options because the Knicks have the LAC pick, um, you know, later in the first round. And then obviously the second round picks, um, you know, they, they've, they've had some success there with Mitchell Robinson over the past couple of seasons. So, we're going to talk about, you know, sleeper prospects uh, over the next couple of episodes. So we're going to go one by one, talk about a prospect and episode. So tonight we are going to start with Desmond Bain. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Pretty straightforward name. I've watched tape on him. You know, I've seen some film. I've read up on scouting reports on the Stifen, on NBA Scouting Live, on, you know, Draft Express. So credit to all of them, you know. What I'm about to say and tell you guys is not just me giving my own personal scouting report, but I've gotten some information from those sites as well. So I want to be sure to give proper credit, you know, to, to those platforms as well. But, you know, I've read some film and took down some notes of my own too, of my own. So Desmond Bain is the prospect we're going to dive into and talk about tonight. Um, now, Bain's a, a 6'6", 215-pound Combo guard from TCU. He played there for four seasons. Um, obviously, the senior season, uh, his senior season was cut short because of coronavirus. But he had a good, strong, solid college career overall in 30 minutes a night for 141 games, where he started 114 of them. Desmond Bain averaged 13 points, five rebounds, two assists on a very efficient. 50%, 43%, 80%. So again, a very solid scoring shooter who was able to put the ball in the net more times than not. Um, this past season, specifically in 2020 at TCU, Bain had a career year, averaging 17 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. Um, shooting 45%, 44%, and 79%, still fairly efficient. Um, 32 games, he started every one of them and played for 36 minutes a night. So he got some time this past season and displayed his talents as a 3 and D swingman. That's pretty much who he is. He's a, a 3 and D guy, going to give you a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense. Um, but yes, he's a very good three-point shooter. So I guess we'll start there. He's an exceptional off-ball, you know, motion movement shooter, right? So he reads defenses very well. He knows when to fade, knows when to come off the curl around the screen. And I think that's what makes him a very effective catch-and-shoot specialist, Desmond Bain, is that he's, you know, able to ready up quickly and come around the screens and things like that. Um, I think the Knicks would benefit having a shooter like that. It's like what we wanted out of Wayne Ellington, but we get we could get it here with Desmond Bain, much younger and hopefully much more effective. Um, 
and you know another reason he's so effective off the catch is this guy's got a very smooth, very quick, and consistent mechanics to his jump shot. Now, they're not the most orthodox. They're very unorthodox. It's more of a set shot that he has, if anything. But he readies up quickly. As soon as that ball is coming to him, he's catching it and shooting it. He's got a quick release to his shot, um, no matter if it's odd-looking or not. There is some concern with the way it looks, but it worked in college. Um, you just hope that it can carry over into the NBA being as effective as he was, you know, through a large sample size. Let's be honest. He shot 43% Bain did from downtown on 573 three-point attempts in college. So high efficiency on high volume. So that was impressive. And again, to be a 50, 40, 80 guy in college is, isn't very impressive thing to do. It's, it's, you know, it's not quite 50, 40, 90, but it's, it's pretty damn close and as close as you can get. It's impressive to me to do so as a wing, you know, as a, as a guard. Um, but yes, he can shoot off the catch exceptionally well. That's really where Desmond Bain thrives and any kind of shooting helps with the Knicks, but here's a plus two. The Knicks need guys who can also create off the dribble and, Bain is another guy who can do that pretty well, too. He's not, you know, again, his primary go-to move is shooting off the catch and coming around curls and things like such as that. But he's improved steadily each and every season um, when it comes to shooting off the bounce. He can create, you know, and he's a pretty efficient ball handler as well. He limits his turnovers to 1.6 turnovers per game, um, playing 30 minutes a night across four seasons at TCU. So he's a very efficient shooter, a very efficient ball handler, and again, a 3 and D player. So he plays some defense as well, Desmond Bain. Um, we'll talk about that defense really quick, but guys, before we get to that, we're going to take a quick break, um, and then we'll be right back at it. All right. Hey, guys. Really quick, I just want to remind you. You can go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com slash connect, and that will display all of my information, where to follow me on social media, how to subscribe to the blog, and how to subscribe to my podcast on the many different outlets we have. So once again, guys, just go to my website, nysportstalkrc.com dot wordpress dot com slash connect let's get back to the show but yes along with that offense that desmond bain could bring to the knicks um that three-point shooting. Along with that, he's got a, a pretty good defensive game. He's a smart positional and smart team defender at the same time. Plays with a high motor, a strong effort. Um, he's got a good size to him, so he uses his strength um, when he's defending. He's got a good, smart way of defending. He's a pretty versatile defender, can, deprent, uh, can rotate on the perimeter, as well as, you know, when necessary, rotating in the paint as well. So... He communicates as well. He's a very good communicator. You know, he'll get his teammates into the right spots at the right time. Um, he's good on closeouts. You know, he rarely ever gets lazy on closeouts, and he has a he does a uh, nice job. You know, contesting the shot in the end, and he can defend pick and roll pretty nicely as well. He's got good technique. Um, again, he reads 
reads the, the screen pretty well, so he'll recover quickly if he does hedge or something like that, and he can he can use his strength to fight over the screen because, again, a 6'6", 215-pound frame is strong enough to, to be able to do things such as that. Um, and he's a pretty, you know, he's not the most athletic, but he's athletic enough to where he can keep up with the quicker guards um, at, at a credible rate and, and become a, a decent isolation defender as well. Um, but yes, a three, all in all, Desmond Bain, a 3 and D player, bring you some offense, bring you some defense, um, and he would replace Damian Dotson, you know, who's probably going to leave in free agency, and Dotson was a guy who was supposed to be the Knicks, you know, 3 and D guy, but the Knicks didn't give him enough playing time this past year, I don't know why, the guy averaged double figures the year before this season, he played good defense, He again, he was the 3 and D guy, so I'm hoping that somebody like Desmond Bain, who has a little bit of Dotson in him, you know, a wing player who can shoot off the catch and the dribble and play competitive defense with a little bit of athleticism, kind of the same as Dotson was. So I'm hoping the Knicks can find somebody like Desmond Bain um, with that Los Angeles Clippers Marcus Morris pick, right? And th that's where that pick comes in, comes in, uh, comes in hand, right? I mean, it, it's handy there, man. A lot of people wanted to keep Marcus Morris just for shits and gigs, right? They wanted to keep him just because he was doing well, and it didn't make sense. So the Knicks were going nowhere. They had to trade Marcus Morris, and it, it could really benefit them if the Knicks are smart here and if somebody like Bain is, in fact, available at the end of the first round. Again, this is just a good, good two-way player. He's solid. He's not going to be a star, okay? So don't get me wrong. He might not even be a starter, He's probably going to be a good role player, just like Damian Dotson was and could be, to come off the bench and give you three-point shooting and give you some offense uh, and defense. Sorry, and defense. So, again, offensively, he's got the three-point shot, but he's he's a pretty... I like to say he's also a three-level scorer. You know, he, he's his mid-range is a little inconsistent, if anything, but it's capable. He's a solid finisher, thanks to, again, his strong frame. Um, he uses an ice pump fake to drive since the uh, since defenders respect his his jumper. He'll use a pump fake sometimes to to draw them up close and blow by them when they're playing tight. Um, and again, he's just he's a good finisher with either hand, soft touch around the rim. A smart, high IQ offensive player can play in pick and roll. Takes his time, lets the set develop, plays at a nice pace, makes smart passes in pick and roll. Just a smart overall player. Capable of being a good playmaker, uh, more of a read and react passer, if anything, but that's not a terrible thing. You know, he's safe. He doesn't force the shots or doesn't force any passes. Um, doesn't really force it, disrupt the offense by going into isolation or anything either. So he's a guy who plays within himself, and that's what I like. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yes, he takes shots he can hit, passes he can pass, and he doesn't really, you know, take those. Um, excessive, unnecessary 35-footers that you'll see players in today's NBA do. But he can, he has range, but he's not going to do it just for shits and gigs, you know? That's the second time I've used that term tonight. <laughs> no loss. Um, he's, but yes, that those are... Those are the positives with somebody like Desmond Bain. Um, the negatives aren't too much. There's not really too many things I find negative about this guy's game. Um, from what I'm reading about, again, he's not the most athletic. Um, 
The lack of burst kind of hurts his separation abilities. Uh, the lack of vertical pop will limit him versus rim protectors and as a rim protector himself. Um, so he's not going to provide you much inside the paint on both ends. But again, it, it's other than the lack of quickness and you know, things like that, he's been pretty good. The handle, which is considered another weakness for somebody like Bane, the handle isn't great, but it has been improving a little bit each and every season in TCU. So I would go for this guy, man. Again, he reminds me of Damian Dotson. I think he'll be a solid replacement for Dot. Does he? Uh, does Dotson leave in free agency? I think Bain would be a great um, option here to, to just pick him up. And again, this is a Knicks team that lacks a significant amount of shooting guys. They shot... In the lower echelon of three-point percentage, three-point attempts, three-point makes, you you name it. And this guy is a 50-40-80 guy in college. Does that translate into the NBA with you know kind of an unorthodox form? We've seen Lonzo Ball's percentages drop before he changed his shot. So maybe this will be have you know this will have to be something Bain does. Maybe he'll have to kind of adjust a little, be more of a project, which might not be the greatest thing in the world. But again, you're the Knicks. You, you, you're not going anywhere. You're not fighting for a playoff spot soon. Take a flyer on this guy. You've got the extra, extra pick in that first round. And, and, and Desmond Bain, that's just one of many names they could look at. Um, next time out, we will have for episode 110, we'll talk about somebody else. I believe it might be Cassius Winston. And I hope I said that right, but tonight we talked about Desmond Bain, guys, and I hope I wasn't talking too fast. You know, I'm kind of, again, I'm, I'm still fairly new to podcasting, so I apologize if a lot of the times I fucking, I fucking feel like I rush so many times when I talk, but I hope you guys <laughs> understood this one. I hope it wasn't too fast for you, um, but hey, I... I Desmond Bain's an option from what I'm watching about in his film, from what I'm seeing, you know, from what I'm reading about on all these different scouting reports I'm, I'm, I'm studying. I think this is an option the Knicks should definitely consider. Why wouldn't you get somebody who who can address your flaws, right? He can shoot the ball. The Knicks couldn't shoot. He can play defense. The Knicks couldn't play defense. So this, hey, right there, he would immediately help the Knicks, whether that be tremendously or even just a little bit. Go for somebody like Desmond Bain, uh, 6'6", 215-pound combo guard, swingman, wing type of player that could help the Knicks um, in, in some pretty important categories. Guys, thanks so much for following along. Thank you for stopping by. Episode 109 tonight, Knicks late first and second round draft scouting Desmond Bain was the name of tonight's episode, episode 109 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed to BD4, be sure to do that. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, and the many different platforms we are on now. Just go to my website again. That's in the description. That's on the screen that you're looking at. If you're watching the podcast, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. There, I just said it. Go to my website. Click on follow and subscribe. Should be right on the first page. And that will take you to a page that displays all of my information. Guys, thanks so much for stopping by. This is Rob Carbone with episode 109 of BD4. And I'm signing out. We'll see you next time. All right, guys. Ciao.